Hi, I'm Stephen. I'm an addict. Hey, Stephen. We feel as though we had been placed... Can you give us the page? 85. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Page 85. Okay. Okay. We feel as though we had been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. We have not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. It does not exist for us. We are neither cocky nor are we afraid. That is our experience. That is how we react so long as we keep in fit spiritual condition. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do. For alcohol is a subtle foe. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve, contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along this line, all we wish. It is the proper use of the will. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration and direction from him who has all knowledge and power. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God-conscious. We, we have begun to develop this vital sixth sense, but we must go further, and that means more action. And that's the end of the reading. Well, great. Thank Thanks. you. Yeah. Well, that was a mouthful. Very strong. <laughs> well, these are all effects of just following the design for living yeah i mean they're incredible effects but if you just do what what's in front of us and are and you're open to be guided by the principles of the program and you stay sober and you cleaned up your past and you make amends when necessary all of these things uh lead to these effects that we experience. And then I have a big thing with, uh, you know, the problem resides in the mind. So therefore, the dominant, when we're obsessed with self, we're, uh, we're obsessed with the mental states. Let's put it that way. There's an obsession with the mental states and at the expense of the other states. So some people who are actively addicted, uh, you could, and my own experience was, I was pretty much disassociated from my physical state, really. I had had a, a terrible, well, you never have a good car accident. I had been run over by a car, and I had a very badly damaged leg, and basically there was absolutely no care being taken for it when I was out there running around on it, yeah? And I basically just didn't feel it because I had skipped out of the physical states, really.
and I was absorbed in the mental state to such a degree that I mm, it was more like a rat surviving not like a two-legged animal it was like a rat surviving every day trying to get what it thought it had to have and having a lot of impediments like not having money or being in jail or whatever and it was so fucking frustrated and very very angry and just a really unhappy camper and totally obsessed to a point in the mental state that I was following a movie of me as if when I got arrested I felt like I was portraying someone getting arrested I was so disassociated from my own life I didn't even know what was happening to me yeah I just woke up to the consequences and I was surprised even though I did the exact same thing that got me into jail the like a three days before I was surprised when I woke up in jail how did this fucking happen again I mean so I don't believe if and I believe there's a parasite I don't call it a parasite it's not a parasite it's a parasitical nature that's happening in the mental state and it derives its stability in that mental state by premising our life based on self yeah so at one point or another, we either quickly outgrew or we so slowly outgrow that life was happening and it turned into an interpretation, life's happening to me. Yeah. And, that, and then less and less of life was really happening and more and more of an interpretation of life's happening to me became dominant. So I was just ushered up into the mental state, basically. Yeah totally obsessed with this idea of Paul and the incredible need to try to get out of it all day. Yeah. Not having a clue that I was the illustration of the statement we learn in our community, self can't get out of self. Not having a freaking clue that was the dynamic of what was going on underneath all the specifics. The dynamic was Paul, a.k.a. self, was trying to get out of self. Paul was trying to get out of Paul all day. <laughs> and that led me go getting into jail and hospitals and fucking police cars. That wanting to get out led me into a lot of inns I didn't want to be in. So, uh, yeah. So how do you stay in a fit spiritual condition? Uh allow the program to produce a diminished mental condition, really. So something that's there becomes obvious. That's what it talks about in page 63. You'll be conscious of his presence. What presence? The spiritual presence, yeah? You'll finally be conscious of the spiritual presence instead of hyper-conscious of the mental presence. Because the mental presence, hyper-consciousness of the mental presence makes you unconscious to the other conditions, really. Yeah? See, that's a dilemma. The spiritual condition has an acceptance of the other conditions, but the spiritual condition is sort of like putting the horse before the cart. Once your life gets established from that as the primary point, a whole lot of shit makes sense especially when you're recovering from all that shit, it makes sense why that shit was being produced all day. Yeah. So I do not believe 
you as a mental idea is going to become a spiritual idea. I don't. I see that you recognize you're not the mental idea and you find out that you're spiritual. Yeah, that's my experience with it. Yes? You look, you see what you're not and you find out what you are. Yeah? <laughs> Basically, that's the case to me. So I wanted to read this thing. I did a talk for another group yesterday. And uh, one of the readings that group used was on page 133 in the family afterwards. Yeah, and we, the meeting was basically about the joy of sobriety, whatever. Yep. So this person read this, and I'm just going to use a sentence or two out of it, right? It is clear that we made our own misery. Yeah. God didn't do it. Avoid then the deliberate manufacture of misery. Yeah. All right. I don't agree with this. I think when you enter AA, because our whole strategy was trying to avoid the responsibility we had in our life, because in active alcoholism, you think you're, you're responsible for fucking everything. If I walk into a room of 50 people and someone yawns, I think they believe I'm boring. You know, this is this insane, in, inappropriate responsibility causes a reaction in us, which is, I want to become as irresponsible as, <coughs> as possible. <coughs> so you start getting loaded and drinking to, to try to get out of that incessive responsibility. And I always use the example, <coughs> because in hindsight, it was profound. You know, I grew up in a you know, family in Long Island, New York, my mother and father, and my father got very ill when I was six years old. And so to the point that it was going to affect uh, his relationship with me. Yeah, I had three older siblings <clears throat> and he wasn't going to be able to play with me as much and take me to the baseball field and shit like that. So my, my, the adults in the family realized we better talk to Paul so that my mom talked to me about it. My father even talked to me about it and they brought the family doctor. Back then you had family doctors. Dr. Jan Quinto talked about it. I understood somewhat intellectually, but the only way I felt about it was what did I do to cause my father not to want to play with me anymore? This is an obsessive feeling of responsibility for fucking a lot of shit you have nothing to do with. So it's obvious that a, a reaction to that would try to become irresponsible. What helped me to do that? Drinking and using. Because now everyone in my family saw me as really, hey, he's fucking worthless so i never even had to go to any weddings or nothing like that because they no one wanted to see me so i was quite successful in that so i come into aa and what has to be what do you recover from that extreme solution to an imaginary problem so then i i see my role in things when i do the inventory hopefully we do yeah I see my role in things, and then through step nine, I take responsibility and I make amends. But it doesn't end there. After I've taken responsibility and I look at my role in things, what, does I, what do I see in the inventory? I see self's role in things. Why do you think most people leave when they hit the fourth step? Because the parasites do not want you to look at your role in things. Because you will see its role in things. Yeah? So, all right, first of all, 
the only way we can see it is I take responsibility for self's role in things and my role in things. But after I do the amends and stuff, I see it in a new light. And now I see I'm accountable for the gorilla taking a shit on the neighbor's lawn. But I wasn't the gorilla that took the shit. Yeah. So this guilt and shame about what I did 30 years ago is gone, gone. Yeah. I let I render unto the gorillas what's the gorillas. Yeah. And so I see that I was driven when I was under the influences. I was driven to do a lot of shit I would never have done. Yeah. Over and over again. When are you going to see you are not that? So this thing of we manufacture our own misery is a novice view. It's a beginning view. You come to realize you didn't manufacture your misery. You're like a factory. You're, you're a factory that can produce a lot of shit. Yeah? It matters who's running the factory. It's going to use the machinery to produce its, its products, which is misery, incomprehensible demoralization, fucking huge sense of entitlement, wanting to be right at all costs, all this, yes? M milking and nurturing a resentment for 40 freaking years and yet denying a miracle in 20 minutes, yeah? That's what manufactured misery in my life. I did not manufacture the misery. Something took me over and manufactured the misery. I'm not going to believe this because we've outgrown some of the ideas in the book. We have because they only had four years of sobriety. We've had 30-something years of sobriety, 50 years of sobriety. Yes, we've been under the influence of the higher power and sobriety a lot longer than the people who started this program. And I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it that, hey, it is clear that we made our own misery. No, it ain't. It is clear that I was defeated by self's manifestations in my life. That's how I see it. Yeah? And I, I, the whole pivotal understanding of what we're trying to share, we're not trying to change the steps or the principles. We're bringing a light to the steps and the principles that can only be brought from a recognition of the problem. And the problem is self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. We're not that. So when we look at our lives, the us lives, we'll see self. We will, hopefully, especially in the fourth step, and you'll see the patterns of how self has defeated you. You have not defeated yourself. You have not made the misery. Yeah? The misery, the misery was made through you, just like the gratitude and the joy is being made through you by the higher power. When you're in active alcoholism, your factory produced misery. Now you're in recovery, your factory is producing service, camaraderie, a sense of belonging, connection, a purpose. Yeah. This is the only point I want to really get through, the root of the problem, because there are incredible people. They're clear as a bell about so much stuff. I just don't feel I ever heard the exact root of the problem. I didn't. But I heard it when it downloaded. That's fucking for sure. And I've been sharing it ever since that download. And I haven't had any other download to tell me anything different. In about 
20 years, more than 20-something years of active recovery. I'm open to a new information, but that's what it did. It, the mental state, which we are fucking having a lot of faith in, is wedded to the idea that you're a doer, the thinker, the feeler, the taster, the toucher of a lot of shit you have nothing to do with. The language supports it. You're listening to it all day. You picture yourself as a self in the past, as a body. You picture yourself in the future as a body. How can you have a spiritual condition if you're framed as a body all freaking day? <laughs> you think the body's going to have a spiritual condition? Why? By wearing robes or having a loving gaze? That's not a spiritual condition. That's a mimicking of the mental state, what it thinks a spiritual condition would look like as a body. Long hair, you know what I mean? Hopefully with a, you know, a mobile fan so you can keep it like it's blowing in a perpetual wind all day. Yeah, no. A spiritual condition is a fact. Yeah? You're super conscious of a mental state. Now you'll become conscious of a spiritual state. Yeah. And the results of your life will be quite different based on what you're relying on. If you're relying on self, you're going to have a lot of anxiety about a lot of shit. If you're relying on a higher power, you'll probably feel an ease and comfort in the situation you're in right now. Hallelujah. Or if it's a terrible situation, you'll have the appropriate unease and discomfort so that there'll be a movement out of it. You know, man, there's processes that you try to make friend with the parasite. There's processes that make it a service animal. There's processes, oh, come along with me begrudgingly. There's processes of tithing to it, you know what I mean? I'll just worry about inane shit so that big thing doesn't happen. There's a lot of ways we keep having faith in the failed system. Yeah. You can't have two masters at the same time. If you want to have a spiritual master from a mental condition, the mental condition is still the master. Yeah? Yeah. So, mm. so I love these effects because these effects are just, they're demonstrations of the, perhaps there's a better way, trusting something infinite rather than finite self. That's it. That's the movement of a recovered life. Yeah? So first you gotta you have to recognize there's been an, an inordinate amount of trust in finite self. You have to. Or why would why would you move from that position? Yeah? See what the faith in self produced in your life. Not you, what it did. Yeah. Do you want to continue to have that management team? You can't kick them out. They're entrenched in the office. You gotta call something else, a higher power, then that little dog that's masquerading as a big dog, when the big dog is introduced, it will roll fucking over. It doesn't have the power that you think it has. You've given it the power that it's using on us by fucking believing it. Yeah. It talks to us as us. 
That's the only way. Every time we meet it, and we meet it quite a lot, you call it me. Every fucking time. You have a chance to recognize the foreignness of the pathogen, and we call it me. Yeah. When I see it, I take it right to six and seven, which is like the higher power ushers it out of my house. So I hope, uh, you know, we've, for months we've been here. And it's been incredible because I've had, it's just, it's helpful because the, how, there's so much resistance to this idea, it's helpful that it's repeated, yeah? It's helpful. It's like laying something on. The first reaction is going to be from the parasite. It wants no fucking part of it. But if you keep applying, it's almost like that nicotine patch. Yeah, you keep applying it, yeah? It sinks in. I know it. I've seen it with people. So, yeah. So thanks so much for this opportunity, really. Because I'm just one member speaking to other members. Yeah? This has established an ability that I didn't seem to have, which is traveling lighter throughout, through whatever life has in store for me. It hasn't changed. Maybe it has, but not necessarily has it changed my whole life and made everything great. It's allowed me to travel through however life is appearing lighter. Yes. And really, what more do you want? So. Oh. Yeah. Thank so you. they have. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Paul, for giving us your time as usual every week, Tuesday and Thursday at the same time. And first question to Stephen Paris. Stephen, over to you, mate. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Um, my question was, I mean, I, I started a while back and what can I do in the, the disciplines of the 12 steps when I, when I had a resentment? I would pray that it was removed. And it was, I started to feel as if myself was actually using that kind of mental construct. Do you know what I mean? And yes. so I started, I started going through the Course in Miracles and I kind of stopped doing what I thought the resentment, praying, asking for it to be removed. Started to hear your message and just traveling light and a lot less mental activity. And I done a share the other night for my. It was I was like two years, the other night, and I done I done a share, and speaking to my sponsor, and he was saying I should get back to doing eighty four eight eight, page eighty four eight eight, and today I had the resentment, and while doing you like what you've been saying, I've just been rec. There's been a recognition that it's not me, and it's just I've it's just been leaving me. But today, I says I asked for it to be removed, and see the amount of mental suffering. I've no experience then like that for a while, and I had to accept. I had to just can I? I was working at a time, and I had to accept that it's no me. So it's just, I'm. It's just so. It's so really. I, I need to trust my experience rather than trusting my sponsor. Do you know what I mean? Because maybe it's not an experience that he's had. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's well, actually trust both. Yeah. 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 Doesn't have to be an either or. Yeah. But you yeah. have to see 
who are so afraid, really, of being okay. Yeah. Mm. You know, you can hear when people share a lot of the time, they start talking about how great it is, but they always want to frame it with, I'm still fucked up, da 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 There's like a... Yeah. So find out, find what works, Steve, for you. Yeah. 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 Find what works. And you know, it's pretty good. Relief as a consequence is a pretty good sign you're on to something. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Relief. Not relief, sort of like taking a Tylenol because you have a headache, but an underlying relief. Yeah. That doesn't, uh, doesn't, uh, promote a lot more headaches, yeah? So you have less headaches, so less need to take Tylenol, yes? That, yeah. to me, is something that's working. So I love tools, but I really love when I don't need to use them. Yeah. 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 So this is what you'll find out. Just stay sober, take the guidance, see what works for you, see if it aligns with your experience and the program and stuff, and, you know... You're going to have an interesting life, bro. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of shit's going to be revealed. <laughs> like it says in a vision for us, you know, a vision for you. This power is going to constantly reveal to us stuff. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God it's not revealing it to the self. It's revealing it to us. Yeah. Remember, as it says, this higher, this power is going to constantly reveal to us. And it says, being convinced that self manifested in various ways has defeated us, you see? The higher power is communicating to us, not self. It's communing to us about self. <laughs> the self would like to claim it and say it's communing to self about another fucking objective self where it hides itself behind, yeah? So it's like sort of like Dracula going out on every vampire hunt. No one will suspect that Dracula is the fucking king of the vampires. <laughs> so I'm happy to meet you, Stephen. Just take it easy, you know. Yeah. Thanks yeah. a lot, Paul. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, Stephen. Big miracle. Steve, one more time. Miracles. Miracles. Yes. All right. That's good. Thanks. <laughs> I Thanks, like that. I would love that for my a soundtrack. Just keep saying miracles, miracles, miracles. It's great. Yeah. All right. Okay. Anyone else? Yeah, Jack G. Jack G. Sounds like an energy drink. Jack G. Yeah. yeah. All right. Jack Triple G. <laughs> Go for it, Jack. Paul, uh, thanks. Thanks for this uh, talk this morning. It's uh, it's really awesome. Um, I've been I've been coming to these uh, reflections meetings for about six months, I think now, and uh, they've been incredibly helpful to me uh, as as far as traveling lighter, and uh, I really uh, I really appreciate that. Um, I, I I wanted to thank Steve for doing the reading too. I'm definitely in fat spiritual condition. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. that's what he said. Fat spiritual condition. <laughs> the fatter you get in your spiritual condition, the lighter you travel. What? 
Oh, I love it. <clears throat> but I, you know, I've, been, um, I've, uh, I've gone to a lot of meetings in the, in the past year now. Um, I think pretty much in a day. And, uh, what, what I've, uh, noticed is, you know, they say if you hang around a, a, a barbershop long enough, you'll get a haircut. Well, if you, if you hang around enough meetings, uh, you know, someone will uh, eventually ask you to sponsor them. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I know uh, the reason for that is because a lot of this stuff, when I when I do go to a meeting and I speak, um, a lot of stuff I've I've picked up here um, at these meetings leaks out. You know, there's not much I can really do about it. It just kind of leaks out, and. Uh, you know, and, and that's what happens, you know, someone, uh, someone, uh, attaches to that and, uh, they want to, uh, they, they want, uh, more of it maybe. And, uh, but just, uh, all great positive stuff. And, uh, it's good to see you, Paul. Thanks. No Thanks. question. It's whatever. No. Thanks, Jack. I've always liked following, uh, your location for the Zooms. They've been always sort of interesting sheds you know tool sheds <laughs> yep. behind cars squatting in other people's houses yeah it's pretty good <laughs> i'll keep it going for you yeah thank you yeah it's, i have a little i have a little mental sequence of jack g's progress <laughs> thanks jack that's cool thank you yeah yeah, so um, there's still some time now if you want to raise your hand, ask a question on anything that Paul spoke about today or anything to do with your recovery, other 12 steps, then get your hand up in the participants column. Next question is from Catherine in Maine. Hey, Catherine. Hey, I thought Leah was ahead of me. She's Her hand's going down. Okay. Hey, Paul, thanks for uh, doing what you're doing. And... Uh, um, I haven't been here for a minute, but, um, I recently have utilized some umbilical cord cutting meditation and I think it's really cool. And, um, I wanted to get a feel for what you thought of, um, I was uh, actually listening to Dr. Hugh Lin out of Hawaii on an interview and he, they were trying to interview him and he kept referring to this uh like the self or what we think is data have you ever heard of him no no so uh i'm gonna do a little more watching of that and but um anyway you know the ho'opono pono i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i love you would you tell me why I can you can you relate to me when I say please forgive me? Why I balk at that? I have no idea. I would. Why don't you should ask yourself? Why do you balk at that? You know, turn the question on. You know, ask yourself why are you balking at? Please forgive me. So, uh, yeah, okay, I can do that. Yes. So, can and then see, just try to sit with it because uh, 
The download may not come in language form. Yeah, just sit with it, see what happens. And that's what he was talking about. That there may be no Probably language. stealing our material, that's why. There may be no language at the place of that inner thing that he's... Listen, yeah. there isn't a language. Of course there isn't. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. What does being have to say? It's always saying it. <laughs> it's always available at all times, right, where we are. What does it need to say? <laughs> hey, knuckleheads, I'm always available at all times, right, where you are. Yeah. <laughs> the knucklehead would probably produce guilt and shame. Why didn't, didn't I notice this? That which thinks is you isn't you, honey. Yeah. That which thinks it's you is propped up by language quite a lot. Yeah. 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 Do you think that, do you think yourself into seeing? Do you think yourself into feeling, hearing, tasting, touching? Are there thoughts before you open your eyes? I'm going to see today. I'm going to see. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, wait a minute, I'm already seeing. <laughs> it comes up to try to claim the seeing while the seeing's already there. That's what we are. <laughs> we are that, which is seeing. <laughs> the head tries to claim it has something it's doing, but it's already happening when it's claiming it. <laughs> Wait a minute. How can I be running when I'm running already? <laughs> Should make you think a little bit. Hopefully not think, but sort of question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The I don't know is a beautiful state. You know, in Zen Buddhism, some of their schools would say the highest form of mind in this experience is I don't know, yeah? Don't know, yeah? So you stay open to uh, revelation, so to speak. The head wants to be so sure of shit it has nothing, it doesn't have any knowledge of. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, you know, everything is, see, which came first, uh, the thought or my thought? Wasn't there a seeing of a thought and then the my was added? Or do all the thoughts have a little uh, umb umbilical cord or a little tail? My, th my thoughts, no. That tail is surgically put on mentally, yeah. There's thoughts, and then there's then there's a there's a a mental cognition that adds the my to it. So now the thought is used to point to you as this thing, mental idea, yeah. So each thought is put a tail, and the tail is has a direction. It's pointing to the owner or the doer of the thought. This is the bondage point. The thoughts are used to bind you, but the thoughts aren't binding, yeah? 
their thoughts. What binds them is our relationship with them. Yeah? And that is in being the one who's thinking them. <laughs> or the one <laughs> or the one who's being attacked by them. Yes? This is the bondage of self. The bondage of self is an activity. It's never happened. It's always happening. Yeah? It says it's already so, but it never becomes so. It's always, you swallow that it's already so, and now how it fakes becoming so. Yeah, you see it in the head. What came first, the seeing or the seer? The seeing, obviously, yeah? Do you think Paul could have any idea of how to see? <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Paul can't even f remember where his keys are. Yeah, Paul puts a book down and can, for, can't find it for three hours. Yeah, <laughs> you're thinking you're the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, and touching. That has nothing to do with the mental idea of you. Yeah, the mental idea of you is presented on the stage that wasn't built by you. It's conscious contact. It's the consciousness, the spirit that's allowing this mental fucking play and actually is turned into a parade to, to go on, yeah? What happens is attention and interest has now been directed by the mental state to what it wants you to know, yeah? And it filters a lot of information out and you get to be right or wrong, whatever, whatever fucking role you put yourself in. And then you listen to the narrative and you just rehash shit, rethink shit, resent things, which is a refeeling, and so on and so forth. Now, you're not living life, you're living an interpretation of life, which ain't living. It's not living. Yeah? Paul is the liver of life in the interpretation. Paul is not the living of life. Paul is the liver of the life in the interpretation. Paul is not the living of life. It isn't. Yeah, You were living life when you were a baby and there was no Paul there. There was no Kathleen there. There was no sense of self there whatsoever. And that kid is so damn attractive to us, it looks like the greatest fucking thing ever because there's no Paul there. The kid is just consciousness in contact. Yeah. What happened? Something developed. What was that? The brain. The brain started interpreting everything based on to the body. Yeah, that's what it does. Yeah, so you as a body is held as you, as everything. You know, Kathleen, Catherine is first and foremost a body. And when Catherine wants to say she's spirit, she's framed as a body. Yeah, the body is the supreme point of reference. Is that body going going to go through a huge transformation and become spiritual? I think not. It's a body. Yeah. You know, you can try. People better than us have, and sometimes they finally admit the only value all that shit had, all that shit I did was to tell me I didn't have to do it. Yeah. So let's learn from others. Ha, 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 ha,
I mean, that's, we can get deep, but let's just say in recovery, look at page 64. Tell me how you can interpret it any other way. Being convinced, which means a condition that you're hopefully in right now, which is be con being convinced, all right, I'm in that condition. Of what, though? All right? So being convinced is the condition of what? Of self. That self has defeated us. That's what it says. Being convinced that self, that self has, through its manifestations, defeated us. That's what we need to be convinced of. Are you? Are you or aren't you? If you are, all right, we're gonna now we're now we're gonna look at its self's manifestations in our life, and then it immediately goes to the next paragraph, resentment. So the inventory are, are the inventory is about seeing some of the common manifestations of self in our lives. For what? So that we can recognize we're not that. Yes? See, if you have a tumor and you call it you, yeah, a big tumor on the side of your body, big thing. You call it you, you don't, you don't, can't entertain the possibility of it could be removed because it's you, so what happens? You gotta get all your clothing tailored to fit the tumor, yeah? Your attention is on the internet, you're going to these weird sites where people with tumors meet other people with tumors, so I want to have a girlfriend that has one on the left side because mine's on the right side, so on and so forth. And you have a whole huge story, and then someone just says, why don't you just get it fucking removed? All right? So you would think you would rush to that answer because, oh, wow, yeah. You mean this can be removed? That only comes when you see it's not you. But what happens is, okay, now you've introduced the solution to the guy, but he, his head goes, I've got 30 shirts tailored to fit this fucking tumor. i got a beautiful leather, I'm not giving that fucking up. The tumor stays. Now I'm just going to try to make the best of a life with a big fucking tumor. Because the head thinks it's vested so much. Yeah? So I don't want to hear the solution. I want to hear a solution that... That includes the problem and is not a threat to the problem. I'll go for those all fucking day, but a solution that really gets to the problem, you know, you're going to have a resistance to because there's something in you that's not you that's going to resist it. It is. It's going to resist it. It doesn't want to be recognized because it's living as if it's you and it ain't. And you want to, you don't believe me? Look at an alcoholic. Could you imagine the misery that we get dragged through? And sometimes the only solution an alcoholic can come up with is blowing their brains out because they can't see that there's something other than that which is talking to them. The whole fucking thing has to go just to get relief from that self. I'm telling you, it's not you. You can argue with me or not. I don't care. We're just offering it. I'm not, I don't want to win any. This isn't like a punishment or a draft. I'm just putting out an idea that's worked with me. Yeah, and I don't see my, I don't see my problem much different than what you call your problem. I don't. So I figure if it worked on this, it can work on that because basically it's not that much different. Yeah. And I'd like to see you travel lighter. Why not? Fuck.
I would. Yeah. Now, if whatever allows you to travel lighter when you're in the process of having that lighter stabilized, I'm all for it. But, you know, what you may need, I may not. What I may need, you may not. You know, it's just you got to see where you're at at a certain time or take counsel of someone you respect to sort of give you an idea of where you're at if you don't trust yourself. Yes? That's why we have sponsorship and mentoring. Yeah. But sooner or later, you know... (laughs) I mean, I feel it in my gut. It's just like a big yes. There's no dispute in it. I'm, uh, it doesn't come up for debate every six months. It doesn't get reviewed at the end of the week. Of How was it 2020? I really, you know, I've lost interest in knowing how I'm doing most of the time. <laughs> I don't care that much, yeah? I don't. Are you getting super great, Paul? Probably not. I don't really care about getting super great. I don't. Someone does a lot of nice things for me. I got to tell them I'm probably not going to do it because I know what I'm not. And I'm pretty chilled that it can, you know, be, it can be as much as it wants to be as long as I realize I'm not. (laughs) I don't care. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't. I feel quite a... (laughs) can you imagine every reaction to Catherine was in an atmosphere of acceptance in a fuck instead of an atmosphere of fucking self-hatred or oh it's so much different i mean i wish i could bottle it and send some to you but it's so much fucking different to travel in a in the recognition that what you're not is severely limited. It has blind spots. Yeah, that's why we have a way of life so we can make amends and we can do this because, you know, you're going to shit in your pants occasionally. You know, it's just, stuff's going to happen. It's just the way it goes. You're not going to become a perfect action figure. <laughs> or you'll have to see it's perfect with all its imperfect imperfectness, yeah? Which is probably the, the easier, softer way. Because you ain't going to be, you're not, I whatever, you know, I could go on and on, but I feel uh, acceptance isn't something that you do. Acceptance is something that you come to through downloads from that power that is going to constantly reveal to us stuff. Yeah, I think you come to acceptance. It's not, an, it's not a volitional act. You just, you, you arrive there and then you find out about it because you're in acceptance, <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> just like when you were in self, yeah. Are you acceptance? No, but you're in acceptance. Are you self? No, but you seem to be in self. Let's be clear. See, but when you're in self, it tells you that's who you are. Acceptance doesn't say that. Acceptance is a state, you're just in a position of neutrality. You're just da da da, yeah? The head, when you're in self, it tells you you've always been self, and you're always going to be self, yeah? Most shit that you go in doesn't do that. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah? But when you go up the ass of self, you think yourself, yeah? <laughs> you do. And that's the, that's the, 
That's what needs to be seen. It's a different beast. It is. It's the act of being identified. When you listen to selfing, it says you already are that which it's whistling about. It's completely... And you know, you're wanting to get out of something is severely crippled, yeah? By being identified as it. And it's categorized in the statement of self can't get out of self. What do you think that fucking means? Ask that question. What does it mean self can't get out of self? Hopefully it's in it's 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 uh, describing a situation you've probably been in millions of times. Your basic whole theme of life may be self trying to get out of self. It's sort of like let me. This is a mystical, very you know, exotic. Uh, I no, it's a description of something. <laughs> Can a lot of your behavior be categorized as self trying to get out of self? Yes my experience yes all right sit sit there with your fucking pants down and see what happens for a while and then see what happens yeah it's quite revealing (laughs) maybe there'll be a stopping of trying to get out of self as self it will yeah you think self's doing us we're entertaining self self isn't we're before self Self is an idea that something before it is entertaining. We're that which is before this idea. <laughs> Self would like us to live a life based on, no, you are this idea and nothing comes before it. <laughs> How has that worked for you? Not too well. Here you are on a Tuesday morning in a Zoom situation. <laughs> That's right. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Catherine. Um, and let, next question to Laura from Wales. Laura. Laura. Hi. 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 Thanks very much, David. And uh, lovely to hear you, Paul. You're really fresh. And I heard you for the first time on a meeting yesterday. And I thank you for your fresh space and everything and I'm 21 days back after numerous relapses and I absolutely need a fresh look at everything something to fire me and I feel like your your way is intriguing to me but how can I um how can I in times when I'm not with my sponsor and sponsorship's not very strong where we live it's um we're we're lacking in strong women's sponsors but I'm currently going through the big book um, but when I'm on my own and when I'm meditating, what, what way can I direct oh, my thinking, which I shouldn't be directing my thinking, but this is where I'm confused. How can I um, pray, meditate, and what should I be directing myself thinking-wise, not thinking-wise? Do you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yes. Know what I would do, honey. After the mm-hmm. meeting, after the meeting, they have a meeting here. There's a woman named Mickey from Madeira. There's a number of very strong women. You should talk to them because this Thank is you. sort of like, uh, yeah, it's sort of like um, it's not meant to be said, but it's meant to be spoken about. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is mm-hmm. just to give you a, a simple answer. 
isn't the way this should be delivered in my view. You need to speak to a woman or stuff about, uh, because there's, in the book it will tell you, uh, it'll, it'll warn you about trying to pray for yourself and shit. So the directive is mm -hmm. to try to pray for others and you can pray to become of maximum use and shit like that. And, uh, you know, you'll see like all the prayers, it says, please relieve me of the bondage of self, not so I can get a house in Malibu, though that may happen, but that I can be an example to others, yes? So it's very non-self-centered uh, agenda and results that are being looked for through these things. Of course, the self-centeredness is like a stubborn condition that we seem to be in, yeah? So... It needs, it needs to have some tools and abilities to sort of break its effects as quickly as possible, like serenity prayers and shit like this. Yeah? So this would be, if there's a little weakness in the sponsoring in Wales, you can get it from the Zoom. Hmm. Yeah, today, right here. I'm sure there'd be some gals that would help you. Yeah? Yeah? So Thank I would you. do that's what I would suggest right now. Thank you. Yeah, and stay with the meeting and then I'll be out of here soon and then you can talk with someone and yeah, and then come back and hear these ideas, but we need, you know, the most important thing at a certain phase at a phase is getting your externals down, which is more difficult in the world of Zoom, yeah? But you need to get your externals down and have some camaraderie like with some people on a zoom recovery meeting and then have what we get at a live meeting and try to get it in through this process yeah and 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 also seek ways of being of service you can be uh you can be of service at a zoom meeting yeah and therefore then you'd have like a commitment every tuesday you'd be at that meeting and then it brings a a lot of what you get you don't even think you're looking for because we've maybe not had a sense of belonging for so long we don't even know what we're missing and then you start getting a feeling and it may take a while to realize hey this is i feel connected you know with a group wow fuck, unbelievable and then you may find that being aligned with the program of AA brings out the best in laura yeah that's what i found I mean, I wouldn't do for another fucking person that I would do through the, the middleman of recovery, yeah? So AA brought out the best in Paul, nearly, because I had so much gratitude for what AA has allowed in this life. The only response I could be, how can I be of service? You know, that, would, that was the appropriate response to the relief I was offered and a way of life. And you cannot believe how incredible that the problem does not exist for me today because it was unbelievably dominant since I was young. Yeah, this obsession with the head. Unbelievably dominant and it led me so many fucking places to have that, to have, to have no influence on me today is an unbelievable solution. And that's what's available for you, but you need to stay sober and get in the way of life, yeah? Because something isn't going to land if the landing field isn't ready. It isn't. Yeah. So we have a little work to do and allow to have done on us. And then more can get revealed because there's something to receive it. Yeah. It's awesome.
So yeah, come back, hang out with us. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you. Laura. Thanks, Laura. And we, we hang around afterwards, like Paul says, and we'll do a breakout room. If some of the uh, women in the room want to hang about, that'd be really great. And we'll do a breakout room for you afterwards. And I've sent you some details of a meeting that we hold four times a day, which is uh, UK, Australia, a USA based. So you're more than welcome to hang, come and hang with us every day and count your days. Okay, so hang about, Laura. So um, final question to Laurie. Laurie, over to you. Laurie? Hi there, Paul. It's Laurie from Victoria. It's nice to see you again. It's been a while. And um, I have a question about prayer. And uh, are you trying to find the screen? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I have a question about prayer. Yeah. And um, I, I, I just don't know where prayer fits into any of this. Uh, I hear a lot in AA, I mean, people talk about prayer a lot. I've heard some amazing stories. Um, but I just feel like, what am I, am I praying? It just feels like a form of self-will, like that I'm, I don't, I guess my question is, do you find prayer a transforming agent and how, how do you use prayer? Well, I don't now. So, but see, when I go to meetings, I say two prayers a day because we usually open a meeting with a prayer and end a meeting with a prayer. But I don't, uh, I don't pray regularly, no. My experience. But I sure did in the beginning <laughs> of recovery. But see, I believe recovery progresses and you have the ability to recognize the state you're in because you're not taking false evidence to be appearing real. You can actually recognize when you're fucked and when you're not. Yeah. And so when there's, uh, you know, a certain condition is there, it lends itself uh, not to need so many tools. Yeah. Just, you know, building on that, because I've heard countless times people say when they were at their hitting bottom, that's when they prayed, right? They're, I don't know, maybe it was a form of surrender. And it did seem like something transformative happens. It can, yeah. Again, there's nothing, you know, someone could wake up from reading a phone book and some people wake up from reading an esoteric text from 5,000 years ago. It doesn't matter. We're it. Yeah. We can use what, not as Paul and as Laura or Laurie, but as what we are. We're it. So if you're, if it's time for you to crack, you'll crack. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way it goes. So I, I did, you know, my first five years because I, I was, I was on a cert, almost like a self-probation because I was so unsure of trusting anything at that point. I would wake up every morning and say the first three steps, put it in a certain way. You know, my name is Paul. I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict. I'm powerless over alcohol and drugs. Uh, come to believe that a power greater than myself has restored me to sanity, and I make a decision to turn my own life over to the care of the higher power. Did it for day for years. First thing, as soon as I woke up, 
until one day I didn't and I never did it again. Yeah, so something that wasn't seemingly there was, sun, was there finally and there was no need to do that anymore. Yes? Yeah. yeah. So one of the greatest talks we had here, not the greatest talks, but it was a very cool, there was a guy from, I think it was Jono, he was talking about every day he says the prayer, this the third step prayer, please leave, please relieve me of the bondage of self. And then through the, the sharing, he realized, Jesus, he was in the freedom from the bondage of self. So he was saying, so the prayer at that point was a disservice because it was asking for a future condition and actually disguising the, the contemporary condition. He was in the relief from the bondage of self, you see? So this is where it sort of gets tricky, but it does occur and you start watching it. Yeah. And then it, uh, it's not as, it's not as black and white as it was when you first entered, you start seeing some subtlety going on and you see, like it says in the big book around, uh, page 60 something, you know, the person in self-will can look like he's virtuous and kind and, being of service, yet it's all there reinforcing the self. See, this is what becomes more obvious to us, yeah? So, yes, uh, you know, as you stay sober, the world of shades come in. There's different shades of shit, yeah? So I knew someone who had 13 sponsees. He did service all the time. He had a nervous breakdown because he was hiding in the service yeah he wasn't dealing with some shadows and then the shadows were looming ever bigger so he kept doing more and more service until he fucking had a breakdown and he realized he had to have hey i don't need 13 sponsees maybe a cup four yeah yeah so he got but this is how we learn if we don't die of it you know we learn and then you start real you know i feel if something really fucked with me, I do a fort, I do an inventory right in my head. And I call somebody, some of my sponsors have more, sponsees have more time than me. So I call them up and I share it with them. And if I saw I needed to make amends, I would. And that would be the done of it. Yeah. But it doesn't come up often anymore. Yeah. Which is the whole point <laughs> of doing all the inventories was, was the hope that it would lead me not to need to do inventories. And so far, so good. Yeah, so the same thing. It's in you, honey. If, you know, you may go back to prayer. You never know. But, yeah. yeah. I think sometimes it's like there may be a correlation, but I don't know about causation. Like the causation is the mystery that I don't know. Yeah, that's what's great. Just But you've, you're intimate with the causation, but you don't know it. Because obviously to be in with intimate, you don't need to know it because I feel you are it really. So the knowing of it is, uh, <laughs> is actually an obstacle in some way. Yeah. So I feel the intimacy and I have no need to know it. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> if I knew it, I'd probably fuck it up. <laughs> that's what a lot of knowing does it fucking neuters things so that you can understand it you can't un understand a lot of shit when it's active and alive you want it dead so you can diagnose it and do an autopsy yeah but you lose the livingness of it yeah 
That's why it says self-knowledge has availed us nothing. Yeah, And it says, hey, you know, you've got to let go of all your old ideas or the result will be nil. Well, what's the oldest fucking idea? It's Laurie. <laughs> it's Anne. It's Paul. It's Jono. That's the oldest fucking idea. <laughs> and that old idea cannot let go of that old idea. Self can't get out of self. The old idea cannot let go of the old idea. I'll say it five fucking hundred times. The old idea cannot let go of the old idea. Yeah? There's a letting go, but it's not by the old idea. <laughs> because what you let go is not the old idea. You let go of the older idea. You. <laughs> And then you see those thoughts weren't yours. And who gives a shit, really? They come and go like everything else. Yeah. All right. Anyone else, Dave? Thank you, hon. Oh, yeah, hold on. Ann Kavanaugh, who's that? There's a new one. Hey, Ann, do you want to come in and ask a quick question? It can be a long question. Yeah. Miss Anne. <laughs> Anne, yes. No, it's 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 a short request, Paul. I gotta say, I I hopped on the Zoom uh, a little late, but I was listening on the live stream while I was out. Man, today is just it for me. But I was wondering if you would possibly, if you feel like it, sing the fuck it song for us today. Oh, the fuck it! I forgot yeah. it. Already. Oh my what god! Is it, the fuck it holiday. Fucking holiday, fucking anything. Well, give me the give me the first line, and then I may be able to get it again. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I'm not this bucket. <laughs> <laughs> suck it, suck it, suck it to that which is fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to catch myself again. I got to write this shit down. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get fuck it. Holiday. It's, it's a fucking the holiday. Sure. Yeah. A one-way ticket, ticket up the ass of self. <laughs> Give me a number of a divine proctologist. I can't see a fucking thing. <laughs> All I can do is sing, sing, sing. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I'm in the fucking bucket. <laughs> That's definitely going to be a top 10 hit. I can see it's got, it's got Beatles smash hit everywhere. It's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm calling you from the ass of self. Yeah. There's a brown haze in here. And I you just come in here in the last minute. Now, come on. I got myself in it. I can get myself out of it. <laughs> oh, here comes the dog. We have a little puppy. Come here, puppy, if I can. Hey, you Yeah. This is the reason why I had to keep all the doors open. Can you see it? Oh wow. She's oh, in wow. the uh, she's in the biting modality. Yes. Wow. Okay, Paul. Well, look. She's thanks for black, that. Man. She's a long hair black chihuahua. Oh right. <laughs> no. no, she's a she's a black uh, retriever. Oh wow! I think, yeah, uh, like a black Labrador and a golden retriever. She's the result of that. Yeah. Mike, Mike, stay. I've seen lots of puppies today. It's been awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, 
Living one, living with one isn't that awesome at times. <laughs> yeah. We have the cat, we have the dog. They're all, so, yeah. Keep the cat interested. Anyway, so over to you, mate. Do you want to say your goodbyes? Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, thanks. And we'll probably put some music on uh, top of the song. Yeah. I'm going to sit down and uh, it's, the, it's the fuck it holiday. Yeah. That's it. All right, I'm going to write it down today and we'll get some, we'll try to get some uh, song overlay, a music overlay. That sounds like a project I want to be in on. All right, good. All, all right. right. Thanks, Paul. Love you so much. Yeah, thank you, honey. Yes, thanks for all that support, too. Appreciate it. We got Amy from Seattle. Nice to see you, Amy. I like that background. Yes. Very nice. I like ravens. I think it's a raven, yes? I love those. That's the next thing we're going to get is a raven in here. Yeah. Fuck these dogs and cats. All right. We got Hannah. I think it's Hannah. I don't know. Where, is it Hannah B or Hanani? I don't, I can't read this thing too well, but welcome. I see you. The black hair. Nice to see you. Let me, uh, all right. We got Kaiser always nice to see you Kaiser. We got Kerry. Oh, we got the, the big heavyweights up here. Rob Farr. Always a pleasure, Rob. We got Paul. Yes. All the t-shirts are on, on are not in on display. Oh, she's eating something now. She's got Bert B's uh, hand salve. I don't think she can break the tin. So we got Mike. Mike, as always, looking it's like you're in the tundra there. We got Justin, uh, Kevith, I think. Nice to see you. I can't see you, but nice to meet you, Justin. We got Laura from Bangor. Okay, Bangor in the UK. Yeah. Mickey, Mickey, uh, maybe you can speak with Laura afterwards. Yeah. 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 Jo Joseph, my friend from France. Nice to see you, Joseph. Uh, we got Carl. Call in. All right, call in. Nice to see you. I can't really, but nice to see you. Kurt, as always, thank you for all your support and everything. Look forward to seeing you again down there soon or later. Jack G, as always, pleasure. Uh, we got Walter from the Netherlands. Always a pleasure, Walter. Donovan, nice to meet see you again, Donovan. Yes, Kristen. Kristen, nice to see you. I can't see you, but nice to see you. Bernice, a pleasure. Jacob from Seattle. Jacob with someone else, I think, in there. I can't see you well, but nice to see you. Jacob and other. Nice to see you, other. Raven from uh, British Columbia. We got Phoenix is in the house. Nice to see you, bro. Nina, as always, traveling well. Yeah. Always take the help you need, Nina. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We got Sue, Sue D. Nice to see you, Sue. We got iPhone. Yeah. iPhone is, there he is with a hat on. We got Jono from the UK. As always, nice to see you, Jono. We got Kieran. Nice to meet you, Kieran. Nice to meet you. We got Joel. Joel's back in town. 
We got Michael Stacy as always. Yes. And as always, we're going back again. Oh, we got RVC, Rockville Center. Oh, my Rockville Center guy. Yes. Jesus Christ. David, thank you for all this service, David, and having this platform. We got a Zoom, a Zoom user that I know. There she is. Hey, honey. We got Sharon P. Nice to see you. Catherine, you got some crazy hair there, Catherine. Yeah. I try to do that every morning. I don't know how, did, how good I did. I'm trying to get to where you are. Yeah. So, Lori. <laughs> Lori, yes. We got Gary, the man from the corner. Nice to see you, guy. It's a beautiful day in Northern California, eh? Mm. Mm. Beautiful. We got Jerry. Nice to see you, Jerry. We got Kaiser again. He's in Massachusetts. No, Minnesota now. Stephen Paris of Glasgow. Yes. And don't you or I forget it. Yes. We got Malcolm. Hey, Malcolm, I'm going to call you if that's all right. Yeah. Call you. All right. We got, uh, oh, these are, and Maggie and Chris and Izzy. Oh, Izzy, pleasure to see you again. Chris Blake, Malkin. Uh, yeah, let's thank everyone, some anonymous folks. It's such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And Tuesday, Thursdays, we do the recovery, all Pacific time, 1030. And Wednesday and Saturday, we do non-duality, which if anyone can tell me what it is, uh, you'll get a free subscription to Zen Bitch Lab. Um, yes. And uh, that's at uh, Wednesdays at 7 and Saturday, 1.30 Pacific time. Thank you. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, man. See you later, Paul. Thank you. Bye. See you later. Thanks, everyone. Okay, so I've just worked out that I haven't got a break.